Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th of 2022 in Verona, Italy. This year will be an exclusively in-person edition. The main theme of the event will be all-round wine communication, and tickets are on sale now. The first early bird discount will be available until August 22nd. For more information, please visit us at winetowine.net. Welcome to another episode of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations. Hello, my name's Stevie Kim, and this is Mama Jumbosham On the Road Edition. We are here um, in Lugano area all day today, so we'll be going to a few of the uh, wineries who are awardees of Five Star Wines. Today, we're here with Mr. Zenato um, because he's also the president of the consortium, which we will talk about in a little bit, consortium of Lugano. But he's also um, a winemaker, and his winery is called Le Morette. Correct. Correct. Yes. yes. Okay. So I just thought before we get we start talking about the consortium, we want to have a little taste of also his wines. Would you mind? Good. Okay. Thank so you. Uh, let's start. What, what what shall we taste first? The first one we taste uh, is uh, Lugana Mandolara, okay. which is um, our flagship wine because this. Oh, wine, this is your flagship yes, wine. Yes. Okay. This 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 bottle uh, represents let's say two thirds of our Lugana bottles. Okay. So. I mean, this is uh, the, the, the base where we start for every tasting mm -hmm. and the bottle that is most representative in the winery all around the world. So let's okay. put it here. And this is the recent vintage, is that correct? Correct. That's a fresh vintage, 2021 vintage. Mm -hmm. yes. 2021. Yes. Okay. Yes. So tell us a little bit about your flagship wine. Lugana Mandalara is... Um, uh, for, for us, is the real ID of, of the winery and of our territory. We mm -hmm. are located in uh, Peschiera del Garda as winery, and uh, most of the vineyards, we run 50 hectares of vineyards, and most of the vineyards are in between of here and Desenzano, so two, two main blocks, let's say. And uh, we want to uh, really give the authentic expression of the grape variety, Turbiana, the indigenous grape variety, uh, the response of this variety on clay soils. Thanks God, we have a medium-aged plants, 20 years and plus, mm -hmm. and a lot of clay in our vineyards. So this uh, fresh green sensation in the nose that we is uh, normally confirming on the taste, and it's uh, closing with a great sapidity hint, mm -hmm. make the wine very interesting as a, let's say, aperitivo-style wine, but at the same time, it uh, suggests a wine with a lot of fruit pairing. So how old is your winery? The winery is uh, quite old because we, are back, we started back in the 60s. In reality, uh, our company started mm -hmm. as a vine nursery. Oh, so right. We, we bring together vine nursery activities, so grafting vines, and 
uh, wine production. So the winery was started by my grandfather mm -hmm. uh, on a very small dimension that was enlarged with my father, Valerio Zanatto, which is still very important in the winery because he's the guy of the vineyard, let's say. He's right, every right. day in the vineyard, right? We are a traditional Azienda Agricola based on the family. And so you are um, related to the Zanatto winery because yes. you, you're obviously Zanatto. Your name is Zanatto. Of so are you, how are you related? Our parents are cousins. Oh, okay. Of course, there's a right, relative right. parental, of course, right. but since the origin, we are separate because we are mostly vine nursery mm -hmm. that grow as winery later, let's say, with my, right, right. my father that grew up. And then me and my brother Paolo, which are now on show, let's say, are developing the, the wine business in a quicker, let's say, relatively quicker speed. Level. So uh, is your nursery specialized in um, particular type of rootstock? Uh, the vine nursery, mm -hmm. since ever, is, of course, uh, specialized in the territory where we live. So the territory of Lake Garda mm -hmm. and uh, the close area of Verona and Brescia mostly. So from Soave, Valpolicella, Valdavige, Custozza to, or to the Franciacorta area. And then, of course, the production includes also a lot of international grape varieties like, mm -hmm. I mean, Chardonnay and all the... And who are, your, who are your clients? I mean, w which type of producers... From locally mostly or also nationally? So mostly are locally, mm -hmm. also because, let me underline this, the vine nursery activity mm -hmm. is kind of trust. You know, the vineyard is coming and ordering the plants for next year plantation right? and then waiting three years to get the first grape mm -hmm. bunches. So in this long time, you need to grow a lot of trust in between of you and your clients. Yeah, of course. And uh, this is something that is really characterizing our style. We want to plan, project the vineyard with our clients. So the, the, vine, the vineyard is coming and asking for a specific direction of his vineyard, looking for a better expression in acidity or getting a more intensity in the red structure of the wine. And so from there, you start to plan the future of a vineyard and of a wine. That's okay. our style, more custom fit, let's right. say. Right. So are there other nurseries around this area? There are some others in mm -hmm. the Verona province, mostly mm -hmm. in the eastern shore of Verona and uh, in the eastern part of Veneto, close to the territory of Friuli Venezia Giulia, where they're the, the biggest, let's say, player. But our focus is specializing in indigenous varieties. Right. Which is quite unique. Okay, very good. And you were a student of Itilio Scienza, right? Correct, yes. <laughs> A lot of years ago, but yeah, of course, in, in Milan, yes. I'm seeing him tomorrow, so I'll say hello. Thank you. Please okay. do this. All right, I'm ready for another wine. Would you like to... Yes. Um... Next one would be our Lugana Benedictus, which mm -hmm. is our crew, Lugana. Uh, what is the production, by the way, of the... Of this? Yeah. Here we are around 350,000 bottles. Okay. Mandolana. Mandolana, yes. Next one is uh, Benedictus, mm -hmm. which is our... Who gives the name of the, the, uh, the wines? Nice. Mandulana gets the name from a long line of almond trees, okay. which is circum surround, let's say, most the of vineyard. the vineyards. Yes. Okay. In this case, is the Latin name of San Benedetto, our little village. Mm -hmm. You know, this area was, uh, uh, let's say, firstly created by the Benedictine monks that were in oh, the area. Okay. And my grandfather's winery was uh, built in the area of the gardens of the Benedictine monks, very close to the church. Okay, so, so for that reason, we wanted to go back to the Latin uh, name of the, of the monks, let's say. So here we are with the 2019 vintage. Mm -hmm. 
And what is the difference between the two, besides the vintages, the two wines, the Benedictus so and Mandolada? In, in this case, the Benedictus has a very different profile because single vineyard, very old, 46-year-old plants. So the, the vines are older here? Older, yes. And uh, late harvest. So you pick from, them later? From here to here, we have four weeks. Oh. And four weeks for a white grape are so important in terms of uh, switching the profile of the wine in a, uh, let's say, more ripe sensation in the fruit. And of course, the more skin sugar. color yeah. is getting much more gold in reflections. And the final color in the glass is moving to this direction, gold. Then here, we have, uh, during the fermentation that runs with uh, spontaneous yeast and a terminal, terminal control, uh, one portion of the wine is uh, finishing, is ending the fermentation in a French oak tonneau. This uh, gets to another direction in terms of texture of the wine and length of the wine. So when did you start producing this wine? I mean, with the, with the using the wood? This, because uh, traditionally it's not, you know, you don't use wood for Lugana, right? Yeah, in fact, the majority of Lugana refers to the first yeah. one, right? Yeah, very, very clean, very yeah, direct. Fresh. Uh, the production of uh, this wine goes back to the 1993, 1994, first vintages. Mm -hmm. So it's a very long, long story in the family, uh, but still maintaining this very uh, integrated style of the oak aging in the fruity style of the wine. Mm -hmm. And then it uh, normally stays minimum nine months in bottle before to be released in the market. Very important to create and moderate the balance inside the mm -hmm. sensation of the wine. Okay. And, and what about the production? Smaller? Yes, yeah. of course. Here we are around 35,000 bottles. Yeah, much smaller. Yes, much yeah. smaller. And what is the difference in terms of price points, like retail price? Retail price would be, let me say, here we are around 10, 10? and here we are around 15. Okay. 15, 16, I'd say. Yeah. Are you enjoying this podcast? There is so much more high quality wine content available from Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Check out our new wine study maps or books on Italian wine, including Italian Wine Unplugged and much, much more. Just visit our website, mamajumboshrimp.com. Now, back to the show. Okay. Alrighty. And, it, and when, when does it get released? Normally, the year after of the harvest. This is the current vintage? This is ending. Okay. Uh, we are now in the current meeting on 2020 oh, okay. to September, right, right. and the 2021 will be unsure normally. You know, it's, it varies depending on the season of the harvest and on the evolution in bottle, let's say. Okay. So which one would you prefer? Do you prefer? Considering today a sunny, hot day, no discussion. Mandala. Yeah. Because it's refreshing. Brava. But considering... Uh, another situation of a nice dinner with uh, risotto with fungi and so on, for sure the second one. <laughs> He's getting hungry, and Joe is getting hungry. <laughs> you said risotto con fungi. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, the second one is much more uh, a food-bearing wine, yeah, I'd say. it's in, more In respect to the first one, where okay. the, the, the fresh and green sensation are dominant and getting this perfectly in this season, let's say. Okay, all right. I'm ready for the next wine. Yeah. 
What are we drinking next? Next wine is, uh, as I love to say, more than a wine, it's a project because it's um, Lugana Riserva. Okay. Lugana Riserva, it's a, a specific typology in the denomination, in the appellation. Mm -hmm. uh, still very, let's say, limited in quantity. But it's longer aging, essentially, it's, right? Uh, it's based on the potential of aging that Lugana uh, shows, let's say, as, as great. What we are tasting today is 2018, mm -hmm. and that's the current vintage. So by regulation, Luganda Reserva could be released two years after the harvest. Okay. In reality, the producers in Lugana, which are not so many, 15, mm -hmm. on a base of 90 plus wineries, are waiting a third year. So normally now it's 19, 18, 19, the current vintage of this, of this wine. Here, um, we combine part of, uh, let's say, normal ripening harvest time mm -hmm. and some overripe grapes, let's say. So it's a combination. Why? The project here is not only a single vineyard, but it's a, a, the real potential of the wine looking toward the evolution mm -hmm. after three or four years. So it's something that, of course, mostly are very old vineyards, but not the oldest, right? And then... It can vary the vineyard of origin depending on the season. Okay. Here, I would say complexity and uh, finesse, elegance are the two dominant characters. Is it a little bit more alcoholic? A little bit, yes. Just a slight, right? Yes, correct. But similar to the um, similar Benedictus, to the Benedictus, just 0.5 more, yeah. more or less. Yes, yeah, so similar, very similar. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, in terms of the um, the taste mm -hmm. on the palate, what is the main difference? Like, in a blind tasting, what yeah. is the difference? In the Benedictus, we the, the focus is still on fruity sensation, mm -hmm. tropical notes, uh, apricots, uh, yellow peaches. Here in the Lugana Reserva, we are getting the minerality growing up in the wine, and not so much, not so many fruity sensation mm -hmm. are still there. It's another ripening point on the grapes, right? Here, normally there's more acidity, which preserves This is the more acidic? Brava, see. Because it has to age longer, right? Correct. It's, I would say it's kind of a mandolara in another version, let's say. It's a 2018. Uh, one portion, a small portion, is ending the fermentation in oak barrels, and then minimum 12 to 18 months in bottle, depending on the year. Bottle aging, yeah. Um, so what is what, what would you say, I mean, mandolara, you drink straight away, ready to drink. Um, can Benedictus age as well, yeah. in your opinion? Yeah. So what, when is the optimal time to drink Benedictus and the Reserva? That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, Benedictus, in my opinion, now we are enjoying this 2019, mm -hmm. which is, uh, in my idea, in a very great, uh, let's say, uh, shape in terms of complexity and harmony of the sensations. In the Reserva, the 18, I think, can still grow for another two years. So five years is a good point of, of um, expression of dimension of the wine, let's say. So you, uh, you think Reserva can last another couple of years? Can it, the optimal? Can, yes, yeah. to the optimal dimension, yes. Um, I mean, when, I'm, when I say optimal, I mean... What I mean is, will it get better? Yeah. 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 It will get better. Now we are in a higher, 
let's say, in the higher part of the of the of the graphic, let's say, in a kind of plateau. Mm -hmm. So the the increase now will not be as high as it was in the last two years for this wine, in my opinion. Getting to the high quality, high profile stability, let's say, okay. for the next years. Alrighty. And uh, thank you for this question because the next one will be another vintage of the Reserva. Ah, to okay. Show you to how it yes, has aged. Exactly. Okay, very good. I'm gonna pour this out, right? Yeah. Okay. We are ready for the Risalva, and the vintage is? Is uh, the 13. Oh, 13? Yes. So, so, way, way older. When did you start doing the Risalva? Risalva started in the, the, the very first vintage was 2011. So we are back to the first two vintages here, let's say. Uh, the 2011 was the first one, very little number of bottles and of producers. Then 2013 were the real initial production phase, let's say. So here we are on a wine that has been bottled, um, let me say, in, in 2015, so seven years ago. And here you start to realize the evolution of the Ghana after some years. You see the color is getting this uh, intense gold reflection, but then on the nose, you have this verticality of the wine, right? And it's a 13. I want, I need you to explain to our, our audience, when you say a wine is vertical, what do you mean by that? The meaning of this, in my opinion, is uh, related to the acidity and pH. Mm -hmm. So these two characters that show kind of uh, a straight direction from the nose to the dominant taste in the mouth and to the aftertaste. So this, uh, in the end, can, this minerality shows you the, the end of the vertical dimension of the wine, getting this extra salivation, let's say, and in the central phase, the mouth tasting, you have, yes, kind of little fruits, but very uh, limited, mostly dominated to this salivation and minerality sensation. I don't know, maybe it's, it's cold, but it's like, I feel like this is more acidic, mm -hmm. you know, it, and it's, even if it's older, mm -hmm. is that possible? Uh, the vintage, yeah. yes, yes. Maybe the temperature is a bit different, yeah. you're right, but uh, uh, this wine, after so long time, for sure reflects more closely the season. Okay. Listen, so how, one, how is, long can this last? How long can this, like, can you ah, drink it? I will let you know in the next future. Let's see. We still have some <laughs> less bottles and we have to taste them. You know, we are speaking about vintage number two. Right, right. So of this you, appellation, yeah. this typology in the appellation. So still very young. Okay. But I think that you feel this yeah, uh, freshness I, I, and this. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, yeah. We can switch from the 18 to the 13 very easily in the tasting. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of. Uh, it's very interesting. Thank you. Thank and, you for uh, that. Let me underline two notes. Uh, this idea starting from some producers tasting, let's say, the stainless steel version of the wine mm -hmm. after some years. So it was not science, was experience and wanting to discover the potential of this variety in a long aging mm -hmm. profile. Yeah, Ex excellent. Thank you for sharing your old vintage library wine. Okay. Thank you for being here. Okay. Are we done with the wines? Yeah. Okay. Very good. So that's it. Uh, let's just close up. So we, we've tasted um, three wines. 
One is a mandolara, then Benedictus, and two vintages of um, the Risalva, and that was 18 and 15. So check that out. I don't know if they can... Is this, where, can they, where can they find your wines? How can they find your wines, and where can they find your wines? Oh, we are present online. in different markets right. online, on the website of the winery for sure. Mm-hmm. And then also in the market in Europe, we are well represented and we are approaching the United States. We are approaching some foreign markets, but of course, still step-by-step what, what step is the, What is the, dif- what is in terms of percentage, um, Italy and export? Uh, we are 60 export, 40 Italy. Okay. And this 60 of export is mostly Europe. Right. But we are growing in the U.S., mostly in the eastern coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are present in Japan. We are in Taiwan. So we are here and there. We are with a lot of little flags. Okay, say. very good. So that's it. It's a wrap from Le Morette with Fabio Zenata. Ciao, ragazzi. Ciao, grazie. We hope you enjoyed today's episode brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th, 2022 in Verona, Italy. Remember, the first early bird discount on tickets will be available until August 22nd. For more information, please visit us at winetowine.net. I'm Joy Livingston, and I am the producer of the Italian Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began. This is a labor of love, and we are committed to bringing you free content every day. Of course, this takes time and effort, not to mention the cost of equipment, production, and editing. We would be grateful for your donations, suggestions, requests, and ideas. For more information on how to get in touch, go to italianwinepodcast.com.